This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. We have an awesome show for you, and sometimes I just need to hear what is going on in the world, what is happening, so let's hit the headlines. All right, it's time for Drew's News, your good news milkshake. So thick, it's tough to get up that straw. (laughs) And with me at the desk is my main newsman, Ross Matthews. Hi, Drew. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. All right, first up, we have got a new sister in Uggs. Rolling Stone reports that Cher is cozying up in a new campaign for Ugg boots. She slipped into a pair for an intimate tour of her home and shared insights on her life. She said people have always either hated or loved me. And she says that if you want to be loved, but at some point it's like fork it. You either do or don't. Except she didn't say fork. She did not say fork. Uh, I love, she says people either love her or don't love her. I love Cher. Hi, Cher. Have you, you guys love her too? Always. Have you ever met? Oh, I knew it. I knew I would ask you if you'd met Cher and you'd say yes. Tell me everything. Well, she was friends with my godmother. And so I was like raised around her kids and would see her coming and going. And I don't think that there's a bigger Cher fan out there. Actually, that's not true. I do know a lot of Cher. Like, uh, Cher is everything. Yeah, everything. And every iteration of Cher. You know what's funny, though? What? I don't picture Cher in Ugg boots. I feel like she walks around her house in, like, boots. Uh, like, oh, boots boots. Like, like boots, boots. Yeah. Yeah, like, look at her. I mean, she is just, she's so wonderful. I wish her all the happiness and joy that she has brought to everyone over all of these decades. Mm-hmm. And, right? I, I like seeing her in her new cozy look, Me you know? Too. Cause every look that Cher has ever done in her life gets an A plus, thank you, Gold Stars. Thank you, she goes from Bob Mackie to Uggs, but she can do no wrong. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that story. I have to tell you something. One time, Cher followed me on Twitter for like five minutes. I think it was a gay assistant, and then it went away. But I was freaking out. It was the best five minutes of my life. It, I mean, it would be a live stream to have Cher even know you're alive. Completely. And, and Cher, as a personal message um, to you from me, I just want you to know that I think you're the greatest, and the world would not be the same without you, and we're celebrating 
every single thing you do. And um, I already loved Uggs, so you just made me love them more. Yeah, buying stock <laughs> and Uggs. Love you, Cher. All right. Next up, you know that actor J.K. Simmons, you all know him, won an Oscar for Whiplash. There he is. Well, there's new pictures of him that have been heating up the internet. The 67-year-old actor is apparently totally, completely ripped. Look at those pictures. The Daily Mail reports J.K.'s been hitting the gym for years. He was first inspired back in 1997 when he saw himself on the first season of Oz and realized he needed to get in shape for the role. But in 2009, that's when he hit 250 pounds as high, and he made it a personal vow to be in better shape for the rest of his life. Uh, JK, uh, ha hi, look at them good. And right now, he's in that Being the Ricardos movie. He's playing Fred from uh, I Love Lucy, member, the actor, and he's getting Oscar buzz for that. 67 years old, and he has muscles. I mean, girl, that means it's not too late for me. I can get an ab one day if I keep working. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, I don't know if I would recognize him from that picture. Like, he's the dad in Juno. Yeah. He won the Academy Award for Whiplash. He's the in the farmer's uh, uh, insurance commercials, and he's the voice of the yellow M&M. Did you know that? I did not know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's him. That's him. Yeah. And he's so good in Whiplash. I was oh, so happy he won the Academy Award. So, yeah, it, it goes to show you, 67. I know. And busting guns like that. I know. I guess there is just no excuses for anyone. I know. Let's all Joy, it's 2022 our year. I'm gonna, look, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Maybe we could do the news while doing like reps. Will you somebody get me a dumbbell? Will you be a deer? Somebody, thank you. <laughs> I'm like right here at your service. <laughs> dumbbell. <laughs> All right, next up, for those who love to travel, do you ever get your Airbnb and realize it's not quite exactly like mm -hmm. the pictures. Mm -hmm. Well, this happened to one woman on her New York City trip, big time. This is so crazy, you guys. Food and Wine reports that Desiree Rose Baker booked a room right in the heart of Times Square, <laughs> only to discover that her window opened up into a Japanese restaurant. Oh, hi. <laughs> She didn't look into a Japanese restaurant. She shared a window with the Japanese restaurant. Yep. Mm -hmm. She lifted the shade expecting to see the skyline, but found two people eating sushi instead. That is hilarious. Okay, Ross, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found traveling? Nothing like this. I, w I mean, do you know how thrilled I'd be? I like, can, can I get some spicy tuna? Thank you so much. But they just need to market it as room service. Don't yeah. you think? <laughs> there you go. Or just a warning. Uh, just a warning. Like, I, you know, occupation, like, don't they ask, like, how many, how many guests? You know, they should just say, like, it'll be you and a couple of diners. Exactly, right there. I, I've only done Airbnb one time, and it was, like, fabulous. I had this little cabin in the Smoky Mountains, and I went to Dollywood, and it was, like, the best vacation ever. I've been. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah, I had the turkey leg of my life in Dollywood. I still think about it every day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, next up, here's a big topic for debate. All right, today our question is not when you should take down your Christmas lights, but if you should take them down at all. Mm. Stylist reports more people are boldly leaving their lights a glowing year round. I don't know how I feel about this. Experts say the warm glow of the lights actually boosts your mood. And actually, it's science, evolutionary fact, our ancestors used to sit around a warm fire at the end of the day just to enjoy a meal. meal. But um, leaving your Christmas tree up all year is not okay in my book. Uh, one time I was dating somebody, true story, and I went to their house, it was August, and their Christmas tree was up in the middle of the living room. And I was like, 
well, what's, what's that about? And he goes, oh, it's been up for five years. And I was like, I have to go. Because, because I'll tell you why. If you can get used to seeing a Christmas tree in your house year round, then you probably avoid issues in your relationship. Am I right? It's actually glowing at you every day and you're just ignoring it, red flag. Bye-bye. Um, show of hands, whose Christmas tree is still up? Well, um, you, it's not August. It's still, you, you get a no, pass in January. I think January, absolutely. Like January 31st should be the cutoff. But it's true. The warm, glowy lights, um, they do, they boost my mood. Yeah, mm -hmm. the end of January, it's gotta go though. Or we have an issue. How about keep the lights, lose the tree? Uh, middle ground, I'll meet you there. Okay, Understood, perfect. all right, found the happy middle. All perfect. right, we'll be right back. <laughs> I was like, there's something wrong with this man. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. I have it saved. Oh, I Welcome that. back to Trans News. Okay, Rusty, what's next? Okay, well, we've got a woman named Nikki Jabs who went viral on TikTok. BuzzFeed reports Nikki's date sent her home in an Uber because he was embarrassed of her outfit. And you can see it here. Apparently, he felt, she, she looks cute, I will say, in this little pink coat and pink pants. Well, he thought she was too overdressed for his work event at an athleisure company, so he just dialed up an Uber and sent her home, and then she broke up with him. But she's like sobbing yes. in the back of the cab. Because it's so rude to do to somebody. This woman is literally sobbing with tears mm -hmm. in the back of a car because this guy made her feel so bad mm -mm. about like, what is his problem? I have no idea. And I have to tell you, like if you're dating somebody who makes you feel that way, um, I hope to mourn the relationship, you wear sequins, honey. That's what I hope you wear because this is unacceptable. I mean, this, uh, this disappoints me, I'm not gonna lie. But you know what I love? I love that she ended the relationship, that she stood up for herself. So many times, have you ever done this? Where you just, if somebody says, I don't like this about you, you try to change it to make them happy. Do you, do you. Well, I think he actually did her an incredible favor because he showed his cards mm -hmm. right away on what a toxic human being that he is. Um, it's disappointing, but I'm glad he quickly and swiftly did this so that she never has to, you know, deal with a guy like this again. And I bet coming out of this, she'll get a huge response because this is everywhere mm -hmm. right now. So something good will come out of this for her. I, I really agree. Believe. I hope so too. I'm glad he showed her who he was. Um, and this guy, you know, I'd like to tell him a few things 
Uh, I'd like to watch you do that. Oh, I just want to <laughs> eviscerate him. I really do. He's lucky to have a date, loser. Um, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Yep, you did, we all heard it. Okay, yeah. sorry. Just, you know, it's not even, I wish, it's, he's not a loser, he's cruel. I don't understand cruel people. No, he's a loser because he lost her. That's sorry. right, sorry. thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, and finally, it's time for a pick from Drew's Little Yellow Book. That is our stuff. I personally curate for you because I want you to know about it. It's on our website, we refresh it every week. I take this thing very seriously. <laughs> okay, I am totally obsessed with, I know I'm really late to this party, but I don't care, oh, Yellowstone. I am loving this show so much. It's like if you like Succession, mm. you're gonna love Yellowstone. And if you're not like really big into like snappy New Yorky stuff, but you love like family high stakes, like, you know, big powerhouse kind of themes. Like, it's just so rich. I love it. Okay, everybody's talking about this this show and it's been out for a couple years, right? But yes. it's having this major moment. I, I can't recommend it enough more. It is just great, great, great television and I see what all the fuss is about. And now that there's four seasons out, you can just binge yourself to heaven, so. Okay. Actually, oh my gosh, we have a <gasps> clip from the show. Take okay. a look. The new chief is hungry for a fight. I'm gonna buy your ranch, and I'm gonna pull down every fence. It'll look like it used to, when it was ours. Just tell me you to fight. Everyone. All right, you know what? You convinced me to watch Bridgerton, you convinced me to watch Emily in Paris, and now I'm gonna watch this show because you recommend it. Well, and if you go on our website, we did a theme week, and it's literally our entire watch list, and there are so many good Picks. It's very diverse, it's very genre-ed, and it is just, I research watch lists all the time because I love binging TV, mm -hmm. and I'm always looking. Our watch list is like really good, so check okay. it out. I trust your TV palette. you get so much information that it's like you forget, wait, what was that thing I wanted to watch? Mm -hmm. Go to our list on thedrewbarrymoreshow.com, the Drew's Little Yellow Book. We got your back, and we'll be right back. I'm seriously gonna start. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this, all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Next guests are three amazing actresses and awesome, awesome women who star as childhood best friends in the new show, Pivoting. It is so fun. Check this out. You know, of the four of us, I really, I really did think you'd be the first to go, Amy. You know, with all the, the artificial sweeteners, and smoking all those years, the drinking, the pills, the gluten, the jaywalking. I'm so 
so sorry. I promise I will be next. Colleen would really like that. Please welcome the glorious Jennifer Goodwin, Eliza Coop, and Maggie Q. First of all, Jennifer, we were lucky enough to be in a film that I still will watch every single time it's on TV and was just the best filming experience. He's just not that into you. We had so much fun making it. It's good advice too. It's like, <laughs> you know, you had a story, Jennifer, I think that actually like was helpful from the movie with Justin. Will you tell me about that? Yes, my I was like living the movie. We had made <laughs> He's Just Not That Into You. And Justin and I have been friends for 21 years. That's right. And we were at a bar discussing a man and he was doing that thing where he'd be really flirty and invite me to go get a drink and cancel at the last minute. And nothing was ever coming to fruition. And I was sitting at a bar and I was discussing this with Justin and how do I get through? And someone actually came up to us at our booth and said, are you guys promoting your new movie? Is this like a scene that you're doing to promote? He's just not that into you. And it took that for me to realize the guy was not into me. I mean, I still reference the lines and behavior in that movie all the time. It's so helpful. Um, Maggie, <laughs> I'm such a fan of yours. Um, and I loved this story about, and I didn't know this with all that I think I know about you, about Jackie Chan. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a management company. I was one of his like artists. I mean, they call them overseas. And um, he, I was like the, the girl that they sort of trained and, and decided was going to um, uh, work in, in, in action films overseas. And, and that's what I did. And mind you, I, I don't know why I was the girl. I had no experience. People think because I, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed race, I'm half Asian. People think like I grew up doing martial arts because I'm half Asian. I did not. At all, I was a runner and a swimmer, and like I just, I didn't. There was no, I had none of that background. I just, I just work really hard. I mean, I've seen you in action movies, Maggie. I won't hear it. You are literally like, you are an action star. You have got moves for days. I see why they picked you. It's a no-brainer. Um, okay, Eliza, I wanted to ask you this question because it was one of my favorite stories um, reading about you. And it happens to be about the one that took place in a certain place in Times Square. Yeah, I was a bathroom attendant in Times Square. Okay, tell me everything. <laughs> no, I mean I should have I should have probably signed an NDA before like like taking that job. But, and you, I but you didn't, so spill. But I did not, correct. So I only <laughs> took that job because um I wanted to be where they were doing the SNL after parties. Did you no. see anything like that comes to mind? There was a lot of hair holding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> girlfriends. Hey, I, exactly. There was just a lot of, there was so many grunting noises that don't sound like they're coming from a human. And I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, what's happening? And I thought like maybe I needed to help somebody, but no, 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 nobody. 
Nobody was looking for that. Um, now, pivoting is about friendship, which for me, I, I feel like I've survived everything in my life with <laughs> and through and because of my friends. Jennifer, what does friendship mean to you and what did you try to bring into the show? Oh my gosh, I am a girl's girl, as you know. And in fact, the second someone tells me they only have guy friends, like all my red flags go up. I love women who love women. And I feel like this, this is what this show is. And I've been, been very pleased that men seem to be responding. But mm. to me, this is women's friendships at their most contemporary and messy and embarrassing and body and raw. And that's what I look for in my own friendships. Like I, I wanna be able to be my unabashed self and be vulnerable and ask stupid questions. And I feel like it's the only way I'm gonna become a better person and my girlfriends make me a better person. Eliza, what does friendship mean to you? And what was something that was like vital for you to see about friendship in the show? Well, I did grow up with brothers, so I didn't have any sisters and I didn't have, I'm, I live on a mountain in Topanga with, with two dogs. So I, <laughs> I'm, I, I now in the, I would say in the past like six years, I like, it's been all female friends and I, I feel like the most beautiful thing is that I, I came, the last show I was on was all men. And then I brought in this beautiful, like these two women that I just like pulled that energy and I get to see myself in both of them. And then it makes me look at myself more in a way that maybe I can improve or this or that, whatever it is, I, I, well, I learn from them. I love that point. Maggie, what is important about friendship for you and that you thought you could uniquely bring to this with your character? I mean, for me, I just, you know, you always love your family and, and your family's always gonna be, you know, at a certain level of importance in your life, but you don't choose them. And, and the thing that's wonderful about friendships is that you do, and that when they're chosen, they become something that is um, just invaluable because it's not something that you have to inherit, right? This is something that like, you know, as an adult, you go, no, you're my people, you're my people. And for this show, I sort of felt like, like with Sarah, our, our creator, Liz was telling me, like, well, you're designed around my friend. I forget what her name is, but she said, who just says the things that no one can believe that is, are, is being said. I love those people. <laughs> kind of looks at her and is like, did you just, why? And, um, and I think that there's, there's such value in those people because they genuinely don't feel like they're doing anything wrong because they're like, well, if I'm not truthful, I'm not being helpful. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what the character brings. And I sort of feel like I have a little of that in my, I'm, I'm nicer than Sarah. Like I'll, I'll placate people because I care about their feelings and I don't want them to feel bad. That may not necessarily be the correct approach, but um, in the show, she, she's just that person, like she doesn't really have a filter. And I, I just, I, those people make me laugh in life. So I hope Sarah does that for people. Me too. I love all of your perspectives on friendship. That is so awesome. And I agree with each and every one of you. Okay, wait, we have to go to a quick break. So more with Jennifer Goodwin, Eliza Coop, and Maggie Q after the break. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stuart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stuart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. 
Stewart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. Available on Amazon.com today. said it, um, and ask you guys a round robin of questions. You ready? <laughs> ready. I'm ready. I'm nervous, but I'm ready. Okay, Jennifer, it's a rainy Sunday. What are you doing? Making bread, making jam. Ooh. Oh, God, that's so good. Okay, Eliza, what's your, what is your go-to indulgence these days? Uh, cheese? Yes, spread it all over. I love cheese. Um, Maggie, what is your most used emoji? Oh, the laughing one with the two tears. Yes. Okay, Jennifer, who is most like their character on pivoting? <gasps> the author. <laughs> As in autobiographical. <laughs> Abort mission. We all make terrible choices as characters on this show. I Answer. love that, because that actually, like, if you tell the truth and you tell your story, it's gonna be better. All right, Eliza, what is the most embarrassing text on your phone right now? Oh, maybe the, uh, the last one I just sent to the girls? Please? <laughs> I'm really just keeping with this cheese storyline for me, and I used to be vegan, so this is a whole thing. I love it. I know, life without cheese is a really hard life. Okay, Maggie, have you ever ghosted someone? No. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, Jennifer, if you had the power of invisibility, what would be the first thing you would do? I think that I would probably, I mean, I should probably be like seeing what my kids are watching on television when I'm not in the room. Oh my God, that's so true. It's so true. Okay, Eliza, who is the most surprising person to slide into your DMs? <laughs> Oh, I can't divulge that information. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always good. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, but it's someone. It is. Oh, it is someone. Maggie, uh, who was a fun on-screen kiss? <sighs> I hate on-screen kissing. I know, it's so weird, we all know this. I mean, you guys all know this and I know no one's gonna believe us, but like, it's the most uncomfortable oh. situation oh. to be in. No offense, men. It, it's true, it's not, it's not Very sexy. Unsexy. It's the worst. All right, well, uh, okay. Um, Jennifer, when's the last time you got caught in a lie? Uh, oh, the last time I got caught in a lie? Um, oh, it was recently. And it was, somebody gave me a gift and I hadn't actually opened it. And then I was asked about how I used it and I had to guess at what it was. <laughs> I love that. Eliza, what's your favorite um, song right now? It's an instrumental Hermanos Gutierrez song. Yeah. Oh, wow, I was yeah. not expecting that. Okay, um, Maggie, has a pickup line ever worked on you? And if so, what was it? Uh, people uh, very, very rarely hit on me, number one. Let's get that out of the way. And then number two, the ones who do do the lines I feel like or ever have are doing it as a semi-joke because oh. the chance of rejection, you see what I'm saying, is very high. <laughs> and so they put it out there and then there's a laugh and then it's over. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I can't believe no one ever asks you out, Maggie. I mean, if that just, if you don't get asked out, good luck for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, last round. Jennifer, has anyone ever recognized you and uh, you made an excuse and, and, and ran away? Oh my gosh, I used to. And you know what? I started feeling like um, that is, I, I started feeling really guilty about doing that. I used to think that I was like preserving privacy in some way by de like denying who I was and running off. And then I felt like even someone asking me if I'm me is a kindness because what they are expressing in some way is like, you are familiar because I've probably seen something that you have done. And to that, I should be saying thank you. And so to that, I now say, yes, it is me. Okay, Eliza, what's one thing you only do when you're alone? Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, take a bath? I'm not doing that with other people. <laughs> uh, Maggie, have, her, have you ever used a bogus excuse to get out of a date? And if so, what was it? Yeah, I think I, um, I think I once said I would go, because I, I don't usually do one-on-one -on -one dating. That's very, very rare for me. It just almost never happens. So it's always like a group of people. And I, yeah, it was like a medical, I made a medical excuse to get out of the dinner. Okay, first of all, I love the group dating dynamic. You're right, why aren't we like, what's wrong with us? Pressure. We're here talking about friendship and support and parachuting and we're going on dates by ourselves. I think you just- Don't you think it kills so many birds without killing any birds? Because you sort of, I need to know what my friends think anyway, so why wouldn't you just, mm -hmm meet in a group, and if immediately they're like, that's not gonna work for us, then you also know, and then it's done. And then you don't have to. This is the best screening process ever. You guys, I'm not kidding. Let's start oh, a movement. <laughs> I love this. Jennifer Goodwin, Eliza Coop, Maggie Q, Pivoting airs Thursdays at 9.30 on Fox. And we'll be right back. I love you guys. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for smart energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. See for smart energy. Stay focused. Welcome back. Our next guest is a wildflower who lives a dual life. She's a sanitation worker for the city of New York by day and a beauty pageant contestant in her free time. When you see her, you will understand why. She is from Staten Island, New York. Please welcome the clean queen, Nicole Doze. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming here. What a polarity, multifaceted life you live. You keep the city clean. You're really passionate about this. Tell me why and how you go about it. Yes, yeah, so I started as a sanitation worker, which means that, yeah, I was physically picking up garbage every day. So that would be almost approximately 12 tons a day, if not more. And I also drive a street sweeper. 
Like, what was the catalyst? So my dad is actually a sanitation worker also, and I really just wanted to be able to support myself, and I knew it was a male-dominated field, but I said, if I can do it, why can't I? I want to support myself. I want to be able to stand on my own two feet in this city, and what better way than doing this? Not only is it male-dominated, even when it comes to, like, the uniforms, you kind of had to struggle there, right? Oh, yeah. So even now, there's only about 200 women, and there's about 7,000 sanitation workers. And at the time, when I first started working, there were no female clothing. So I actually had male pants tailored to me in order just to go to work every single day. Thankfully, we've come very far. So we have female pants now. I get to wear my lady pants to work. But yeah, it was, it was a struggle that I wasn't necessarily prepared for at the beginning. Oh my god, I'm so in awe of everything <laughs> that you're saying. I'd also like to learn from you because we get told these really, you know, sometimes scary facts about recycling. What can we do to recycle better? How does it function? What do you need from us? Please teach us. Just to be vigilant. You know, there's a lot of things that can be recycled that you wouldn't necessarily assume could be. But on the flip side of that, there are a lot of things that need to be recycled in very specific ways. Okay, we have some um, examples over here. In my personal house, I want to learn from you. Teach me. So we have here, we've got our metal. This is twin foil, and a lot of people would naturally assume that it's garbage. You know, you've got your food on it, things like that. I would suggest rinse it off. You can recycle this. This would be considered metal. Really? Absolutely. Right in your plastic and, and metal. How important is cleaning a vessel for the recycling bin? I would absolutely suggest to rinse off your products as much as you can because okay. all of that organic matter on the inside, sometimes we're not able to take it if it's contaminated for recycling. So always do your best to try to clear things out. If you have like a jar of peanut butter, for example, you know, clean that all out. But you know, whatever you can do is always helpful. Okay, next. Yes, so we have here, right over here we have a container of milk. A lot of people would assume that because it's made of a cardboard type of material that it's paper. It's not. This is also recycled with your plastic and metal because on the inside it's lined with plastic. So that's why you recycle this with your plastic and metal. Okay, okay. So carton but treated as plastic. Yes. Okay. What is this? So that is tissue paper. You hear the word paper, so you would automatically assume it's recyclable. This is something we like to call wish cycling. Mm -hmm. Something we really, really hope is recyclable, but unfortunately it's not. Because of the way it's made, this is something we're not able to recycle, so that's something that would go in the trash. What are these? And I mean, I know what they are, but why are they here? These can be recycled with your paper, and they should be because cardboard is so easily recyclable. Okay, so these go in the recycling, not your little trash can next to your- They go in the recycling. All right, well, thank you. I did not know that and that it's gonna change my life. What are these guys doing? So, another wish cycling item, they're glass, so we're automatically going to assume they're gonna go into your plastic metal glass bin, but they don't. Unfortunately, that's trash. What's the difference? Different types of materials of glass. It's just particulars as far as recycling goes. All right, well this has been like honestly so educational for me. I, I really, really, really appreciate it. Now sit back down for one more minute. 
I wanna ask you, as we close out our discussion, give me the PM beauty queen perspective. <laughs> what is that life like? That is my glamorous side, and I love every bit of it. I've been competing in pageants since I was about 18. It took me a long time until I finally won one. It took about six years or so, but uh, I love it because I get to promote something that's important to me, and environmentalism and living a zero-waste lifestyle is important to me, and it's really fun that I've been able to mesh together these two really different lifestyles into something really wonderful. You know that song, like, I'm Every Woman? I think it was written about you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on this show and being who you are and teaching what you teach and being the example. I'm mesmerized by you. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you. Nicole Jones, thank you. We'll be right back. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. to play a quick round of Truth or Dare. You can ask me to do anything or you can ask me to tell you anything. I'm always game. And today we have Tiffany Smith. Hi, Tiffany. What's it gonna be? Truth or Dare? It's gonna be a dare. A dare, bring it on. Okay, can you please show us your best celebrity impression? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, I feel like doing Samantha Jones. <laughs> Everything she says is sort of like, well, honey, I'd put that in my bag. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're an actor and you're watching Samantha Jones, it'll creep into your acting. Like, I have to stop watching her if I'm doing a scene. I don't think I sound anything like Kim Cattrall, but really, I, she does have very specific inflections. You had the vibes. Thank you. That's all you need. <laughs> I want to like do something that's even better, but that's what I got today. Well, thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for choosing to spend your time with us. We make this show for you, so take it with you. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.